When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Genetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Are you ready for war? Then bring it on. My craftmatic like a stripper. When it's out, you throw your cash at it. Hope I don't rat at it from the hash and grass at it. I spit in mad rapid like I took a bad package. You pay tolls of the drummer. I easy pass static. But when- Welcome, everybody, to the WWE Rundown. I'm your host, Troy. Joining me this week, John is here. Welcome, John. Hey, how's it going? How are we doing? Uh, better than yesterday is the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, so why don't you go ahead and uh, let us know what happened to you yesterday, buddy? <laughs> so essentially, I was just like, uh, there's an area at my work where there's like a pallet where we put things that don't have a location yet, and uh, the shelving above that pallet pallet space is very low, so I have to duck in to to be able to even put stuff in there, and I just did not duck duck enough coming back out and hit my head on like some some metal shelving ouch it was in <laughs> fact a delight as you might expect yeah. of, all, of all the things that i have not enjoyed in life of late uh, that was the most recent well are you doing better today though yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh i got to bed early and then once uh, I was no longer in bed, I was more or less okay. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, yeah, man. I mean, uh, thankfully you didn't uh, suffer an AEW special. Right, uh, right. Uh, at least not to the level of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Of what you might get from. You know. Yeah. The... Just an average match. Yep. <laughs> oh. Uh, that's definitely a good observation. Could always be worse, though. Ryan Nemeth still sucks, or still exists. He, he does suck awful. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He 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 is. Uh, there's nothing nothing redeeming about him. You know, and and the only reason he's there is because he's Dolph's brother. So right. And and that motherfucker doesn't even work there. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker doesn't even work there. They brought that motherfucker out of retirement just because they're like, we need we need somebody to, like, 
maybe come watch a show because Dolph's brother's on here. <laughs> we we need Dolph Ziggler, but worse is essentially yes. uh, what that is. Which is a bold strategy. Uh. It's true. That's very true. I mean, if, every everything that uh, pretty much everything that AEW does at this point is just like a, a Wish.com version of something from WWE. So, um, I mean, you look at uh, look at the fucking Young Bucks. They're essentially like 2007 The Miz, just goofy assholes that fucking dance around and be douchebags. Like they they want to think that they're fucking cooler over there, but they're not. Like they're literally spraying fucking shit all over them during their match today. It's not. It's not entertaining. It's not even. It's not even getting heat, in my opinion. It's just like, all right, dude, whatever. Just do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Ugh, man. So we've got uh, an interesting show this week because uh, SummerSlam is this weekend, and uh, yeah, I mean the the shows this week were. Eh. <laughs> we still obviously yeah. have have Friday, but. Uh, at the end of the show, we will close out with some Summer, summer Slam predictions. Uh, you can either do it with us, or you can head on over to RundownWrestling.com right now. Go over to where you see John Cena and the Big Dog, and uh, make your predictions there. Uh, then next week, we will let you know uh, how y'all did. But, before we get into all of that, we've got a couple of things to discuss. And, we're going to start things off. With another week of everybody's favorite <laughs> uh, segments, and that is what did Marty post? What? 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 Bro, what are you talking about, man? What did Marty post? He did just say that. So, every once in a while, Marty uh, goes a little post happy. So we got a we got a, a jam packed full edition of what did Marty post this week? Uh, starting with, <laughs> I don't know if he so that these are all pulled from Facebook. Uh, I don't know if he intended to use this background or he just liked the way that it looked. These words are on the background of, like, this school book that's open and, like, the school supplies littered around and stuff like that. Kind of like a back-to-school background. It says, I'm so tired of waking up with pretty girls that I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Never change, Marty. Uh, (laughs) We're uh, (laughs) going to follow that up with another short one. This one, as far as I know... I've never had sex with a sheep, but I used to drink a lot. What? <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, God. I love that's, you, Marty. That's a post. That's right. Uh, and then we got two stories. Uh, so one was a picture of Marty Janetti with uh, the Rock and Roll Express, who are Ricky Morton and Robert, what the fuck's his name? Uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, uh, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. That's what it is. So he says, Ricky Morton, a.k.a. Punky, don't know, of Rock and Roll Express once told me, MJ, 
I never went to sleep with an ugly girl, but I've woke up with quite a few. Uh, oh, Jesus. And then he puts P.S. Robert, a.k.a. Hoot. I don't... Are these, are these like actual nicknames, or are these just ones that Marty have given these two guys? Robert was watching a porno on his phone. We were going to a signing. He didn't give an F. <laughs> Thanks for telling us that Robert Gibson was watching porno on his phone. And then finally, we have a road story. Which, of course, if you hadn't uh, uh, listened to our interview with Marty Gennetti... Uh, he had quite a few road stories, and they were all fantastic. Uh, so this one... <laughs> we were in Vegas at the club. I had a wifey hanging out with me. A very hot girl. Started flirting with me knowing I had a girl with me. She was actually being rude as fuck. She thought it was funny to tease me like that. So, in case you didn't get from that beginning part, Marty Gennetti has a lot of people he calls wifies, uh, which are just his road wives. Finally, my bro Hawk walked up. That'd be Road Warrior Hawk. Uh, she started flirting with him. Then I saw him swelling up on her. Told my girl, Colleen, uh-oh, watch this. Evidently, she got rude, and Hawk said to her, What are you drinking? I'm going to buy you a drink. She said, No, I don't want a drink from, from you. And he said, You're going to need another drink, and picked hers up and threw it in her face. She <laughs> she looked like a wet rat as the drink was running down her hair and face. The whole time I was shouting, Hawk for president. <laughs> Fair enough. That is your, hopefully, weekly dose of What Did Marty Post. I do feel like it'd be fun to hang out with that guy just for one night. Yeah, just for Probably some fun. also fairly insane, but... Yes. <laughs> so, did you um, get a chance to watch the new Stars show, Heels? Uh, I did not. Okay, neither did I. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, um, Stars, the network, uh, has a brand new show uh, called Heels. And it is... Um, Starring Stephen Amell, uh, who, if you don't know, is the guy from Arrow, and he was uh, he did a match at I think it was WrestleMania, right? I think he was in a WrestleMania match at one time. Um, it has a couple other people in it, but uh, um, CM Punk is on it. He's kind of one of the the big names on it because, of course, he's buddy buddies with uh, with Amell, and uh, they had their premiere. Which, uh, of course, you can watch uh, on Stars. Otherwise, uh, Amazon Prime also has the Stars channel on it. Uh, it is, of course, a, a show that is a scripted wrestling show, not not WWE Raw, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's two brothers, uh, Jack Spade and Ace Spade. Uh, Stephen Amell is Jack Spade. Alexander Ludwig, uh, some dude I've never heard of. Uh, is his brother Ace Spade, and and Jack is the heel, and Ace is the face. And uh, it's all about them them being in this company called the Duffy Wrestling League. Uh, but uh, and it's kind of like all the fun surrounding that. Now, obviously, there was a lot of lot of pimping of this because Amel and Punk are both uh, big AEW fans and everything. That now, obviously, so. Um, do you have any shows that you currently watch or or have watched on Stars? 
I want to say Party Down was on Stars. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed that. Fair. Um, so uh, I just wanted to, because the, the ratings were in on it. Um, now, ratings for television shows actually matter. <laughs> not, not, not wrestling shows. Uh, so uh, a couple of shows that, that Stars uh, has had in the past or currently has. Uh, Pussy Valley, or P-Valley, as it's called, uh, which is a show about a strip club. Uh, their most recent episode got 434,000 people. Um, American Gods, a show that uh, I really enjoyed, uh, just wound up wrapping their third season, and they're done now. Uh, they started off with 975,000, and their last episode before they were canceled was 182,000. Uh, Spartacus, which was probably the biggest show from Stars. Uh, their final episode was 1.42 million. Oh wow! Uh, so if you're wondering why I'm giving you all of these uh, these uh, ratings, is because I'm trying to show you what stars normally gets in their shows. Heels got 128,000 people watching it. Oh shit! For their first episode. Not a great sign. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not when American Gods got canceled and got more viewers in their last episode than Stars got in their debut episode. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, hopefully, for their sake, uh, Stars will give them a little bit of a leeway and maybe see if they'll find their audience. But that is not a good start. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't seem that way, does it? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um is not the worst show that they've had on there that's gotten canceled. It hasn't been canceled yet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, there's, uh, like I said, I mean, Stars is a, is a, a network that, like, they, they swing for the fences on a lot of things, and it doesn't always work. But mm-hmm. um, some of their other ones, um, let me see here. So, like, Ash vs. Evil Dead, for instance. Um, that was canceled after three seasons. Uh, let's see. Their last episode before they got canceled, 174,000. So, still still more than Heels got in their first episode. So that's probably not a good sign either. Well, maybe... maybe <laughs> let's, see if there's, let's see if there's another show that maybe... Maybe they'd fill out a little bit. Oh, uh, oh, Magic City. I watched Magic City. Um, let's see here. Uh, they I got. I even remember that one. Oh, it was Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, it was around for two seasons. Uh, it was decent. Um, that uh, Olga Kirilenko was in it. Um, great ass on her. She got naked quite oh. a bit. Uh, so they got canceled after their second season, and their last episode had five hundred and twenty-six thousand. So, Stephen Amell's going to be looking for a job soon. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, not good. I haven't watched it personally yet, so I can't, I can't tell you if it's good or not. I know that uh, um, people were at least trying, because uh, what is it? Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes is the thing that people still try to like pump up with their, their shit. Um, I'm pretty sure... Now, again, like... Anything that's like voted on 
it, you know, if, if it has anything to do with anybody who's potentially uh, associated with AEW, they won't, they won't watch the show, but they'll definitely go over there and throw all the fucking reviews. Um, so it looks like it's got a 93% audience rating and a 96% uh, from uh, reviewers. So it looks like it's doing really good in terms of that, but yeah, nobody watched it. So <laughs> uh, we'll see what the next episode does, which uh, is on uh, what's it next Sunday? Yeah, it's on every Sunday. So, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, yeah. Other big news that I got, and the only other news to news section that I have, is WWE and Spotify signed an exclusive deal. Um, this has been a, a growing trend now with Spotify, is that they try to sign exclusive deals with podcasts um, in order to make it so that you can only get them through Spotify. I don't personally like the fact that Spotify doesn't separate out the podcasts from the music. And so it it sort of makes things a little bit more difficult. Like you can subscribe, but you it doesn't like download episodes for you. You know, so like you have to like go. It's not conducive, really. I think. But um, the Ringer, a podcast company created by Bill Simmons, uh, will be rebranding the Masked Man Show, uh, which was their wrestling themed show hosted by Kaz and David Shoemaker, whoever the fuck they are. <laughs> And they'll be renaming it the Ringer Wrestling Show. That's close to gimmick infringement, first of all. Uh, (laughs) uh, New shows will launch this year using WWE personalities and the podcasts of the New Day podcast and After the Bell with Corey Graves will be moving to Spotify exclusively. So if you are currently subscribed to those podcasts on the same spot that you subscribe to our podcast, those are no longer going to update anymore because they're only going to be on Spotify. Um, so I am a big fan of a show called the last podcast on the left and they, and they went to exclusive Spotify. Um, and I barely listen to an episode anymore because one, I never know when they actually come up with a new episode because Spotify doesn't really do a good job of telling you that information. Um, and also, like I said, is like, I don't, I can't open it up and like see, Oh, here's all the episodes of the podcast that I that I listen to and I like that. Like I have to actually like search for the for the podcast that I subscribe to on it. It's not good. And hopefully they'll do something a little bit better with it cuz like I said, I would rather if they did like a separate thing, you know, like a like a Spotify podcast app, but so far, eh. But uh yeah, I guess um I mean, make of that what you will. But is there any is there any WWE people that you'd want to listen to uh, on a podcast regularly? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who has podcasts going right now. But like, uh, if Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn started a podcast, I would listen to them. That is the that is the exact two people that I would have said to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than those two, uh, not really. No. Yeah. I mean, I I suppose I could be wrong, and there'd be other people. There are other people who would be entertaining, but yeah, the, those are the two that readily spring to mind. Yeah, I agree. Um, maybe Samoa Joe, but 
Yeah, like there's not a uh, there's not a ton of, of people that I'm like more. I you know I listen to them when they go on like the interview shows and stuff like that. But in terms of like somebody hosting it, eh, yeah. Other than those three guys, there's not really much else I can think of. Right. So. Um, but we'll we'll hear a little bit more later on on who's actually getting shows and who's not. Um, all right. Apparently, your uh, your child over there is not a big fan of that news either. So. <laughs> not mine, but yes. Oh, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> all right. Um, X. I don't want to. MBS Nash, <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm gonna. S- uh, Corey Graves does pretty well, but Carmelo sucks. New Day can be fun, but they can be too much quickly. Yeah. Um, the so that there's a Corey Graves podcast after the bell where he does interviews. That's the one that's moving over. Corey Graves and Carmelo do a podcast called Bear with Us with a B E A R. Um, and that one is their own show, so that's staying on on where it is at least right now. I can agree with that sentiment, though. She gets, I she was a little charming at first, so then it was just like, all right, you're kind of annoying me. Um, and the new day, yeah, I stopped listening to the new day. I couldn't. They're just kind of, huh. it's a little too all over the place, and like the energy doesn't match up. Like I, I'd have to be in a certain mood to listen to them, and yeah. Uh, sorry, I. I Yes, uh, MBS Nash is Smathers. I thought you were. I didn't want to admit. <laughs> I got in trouble for for assuming things over when I was with the AW guys for for their fans over there. I didn't want to assume it was you, but thank you, Smathers. Welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Please uh, go ahead and smash that subscribe button with the tip of your dick. Uh, KT says, please don't bring the the Bellas. That's my Spotify. I right now they're not actually a WWE podcast, so I think you're safe, KT. Uh, you don't have to worry about them infecting that. Plus, it doesn't seem like they're ever going to do the show again. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's it for news. Unless you got anything going on with your with news this week. Uh, no, no. I, I'm <laughs> I'm ass at tracking the news. If if we're being honest. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um. So really, the only things. Uh, <laughs> KT says to watch. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so last Friday was the debut of AEW Rampage, uh, which both of us watched. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I know that the AEW guys discussed it in, in length, so we're not going to get too much into it. But Christian Cage defeated Kenny Omega for the Impact title. Um, so I think a lot of people were. Uh, a, a bit leery about the fact that you had the AEW champion lose so close to their big pay-per-view coming up. Um, and he had another defense the next day um, for the for the AAA title, because again, Kenny Omega's got everyone's championship belts. Uh, and there was a bunch of news that came about that as well, because he was facing Andrade. And what was first reported was that Triple A wanted the title on Andrade, which makes a ton of sense. And AEW uh, has the has creative freedom with wherever Kenny Omega is booked and like the storylines there. 
So they nixed him losing that because then that would mean that he would suffer two defeats right before his AW title defense uh, and instead made them put Kenny Omega over. Uh, after the, the fact, once people started to uh, react negatively to that, because AW cannot stand any negative attention, they said, no, 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 AAA were the ones. They were the ones who said, no, no, we don't want, we don't want Andrade to beat him. No, we're going we're gonna to have him win. So that happened. <laughs> huh. um, there was uh, Impact tapings, because Impact is still on a taping schedule. So if you don't want spoilers for Impact, uh, <laughs> go ahead and, and, and clip forward about a minute. Um, everyone's still here? That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brian Myers, uh, the former Kurt Hawkins, was the, a, a, the Impact number one contender. And uh, Christian beat him. <laughs> Amazingly. Um, but there was... Uh, they did have another number one contenders match, and Ace Austin is the new number one challenger, and he'll be the next person to take on Christian Cage. So, um, does any of that matter to you? <laughs> Um, short answer, not particularly. Um, I, I know, uh, so, I'm inclined to believe initial reports in terms of the, uh, the, them putting the uh, squash on Andrade, picking up the, what is it, the Mega Championship the, or something? The something yes, the AAA Mega Championship. Uh, I, because why, if you're AAA, why wouldn't, why would you suddenly change your mind on that? Right. Like, I don't know. And it's, I don't imagine like seeing Kenny carry that belt as an afterthought with a bunch of other belts does that much for them. Right. Um, so like, you know, again, I don't know, but like, you know, that, that lines up with with how I perceive things, which granted I come from a significantly less connected viewpoint than most of this network. Um, yeah, oh, I get you. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I've never seen a single triple a match. So I, I have no opinion in terms of like, you know, it doesn't affect me in the slightest. Um, I think I hate Brian Myers less than me, <laughs> but I still don't care. Like, sure. you know, he's just, he's a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of him and Zach, former Zach Ryder, I like him more than uh, Cardona. I'd there you rather, go. I'd rather watch a, a Brian Myers match than see Cardona's face for like three seconds. Um, <laughs> I didn't mind. I, 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 I didn't mind the title change uh, on Rampage because. Like, I understand the idea that, you know, you don't want to pin the champ and all that mm-hmm. uh, before before the big match. But I feel like and maybe this is this this doesn't work for everyone. But for me, it, because there were stakes in this match and because it, it was like obscenely protected, it didn't bug me too terribly much. Yeah. And and part of it is just because I'm like you know despite the fact that AEW is doing dick all with them I am a Christian Mark yeah sure so there's probably an element of that to it as well yeah 
there's there's something to be said about um how you portray your top champions like yes roman reigns has you know two dudes with him he's got the usos with him but most of his matches don't heavily feature them too you know he pretty much just wins hands down uh bobby Lash- Kevin Owens feed. true uh, you really needed a, a for that one. Yeah. Um, Bobby Lashley is the same kind of way. He's got MVP at ringside, but most of the time he just kind of goes out there and kicks the shit out of him. Kenny Omega, I can't remember the last time he's worked a match that there wasn't a ton of outside interference or, or distractions or attempted, you know, hitting people with belts or chairs and things like that. Like, he's protected in a completely different way where... It's like he is a complete chicken shit. And I don't tend to like chicken shit heels. I think that, you know, I think it's very overplayed. Um, but the fact. Rollins did it better. Yeah. But yeah, like even even tonight, I mean, the, you know, the, the Young Bucks, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched AEW yet, the Young Bucks were in a, in a tag title match. And it was like, oh my God, like, okay, now we've got four fucking people who have all tried to interfere in this match. And it's like, it's like, that doesn't make them look strong, in my opinion, you know? It just it just makes it seem where it's like, you know? And it's like, oh, well, of course, they always fucking wind up, up winning, but it's like, yeah, but I don't feel like they earned those for that fucking win, you know? Because here you had, had Brandon Cutler get involved, and you had, you know, fucking uh, Don Callis get involved, and the Good Brothers get involved, and Kenny Omega got, and it's like, how many fucking people in... <clears throat> Honestly, like whoever whoever they're against, it it doesn't make them look strong either because like it took that many fucking people to uh, I don't know. It's it's just not the way that I think I would I would book my big champion. So mm-hmm. yeah. But um are you familiar with Ace Austin? Not really, I don't think. Okay. Uh I'm gonna Google him really quickly just in case I'm just not remembering shit because that also happens. <laughs> uh, he is, he's definitely a guy that they could, they could build a show around and it would be really good. He's a great talker. He's a really good worker. Um, he's got, uh, the former Sawyer Fulton, uh, now Madman Fulton, uh, in his corner and he's a big fucking dude. He can't move very well, but he's a big muscle right, guy. Right. Yeah, um, that, that lines up with my memory of him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's definitely a guy that I feel like they need to pull the trigger on. Um, they had an opportunity before, and it's, it's they kind of like pulled the wool out from under him and instead put it on Eric Young because that was something that we needed. Uh, so huh. I feel like you can you can keep Christian Cage strong by having you know Fulton get involved and but but get the title back on a fucking Impact wrestler first of all. Uh, because th- that's not helping anything to have fucking Christian as a champion. Because again, you're just turning around and and burying your you know your talent that you're trying to build up yourself. Um, put it on Ace, you know, like the guy the guy has worked his ass off and he's there, and he's fucking young, and he's he's really good for how young he's. He's like 24, 25 or something like that. He's real young. Um, hold on, now I gotta now I gotta look. Um. <laughs> 24. I was right. Yeah, definitely is a guy that I feel like you can start to make him the focal point of your show. And and it would be entertaining. 
So, I mean, Christian doesn't look like he even wants those belts. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and so the weird thing is, is that because of the fact that Impact is a taped show, they are going to retire the TNA belt, which the only reason that's back around is because Moose did this whole delusional thing where he like found in the trash can and he's like, I'm the TNA champion now, even though the belt doesn't exist. And then all of a sudden they're just like, oh, now it's a real belt now. And then they had a unification. Then they had a unification, but they didn't get rid of the fucking belt. So now, like, they're going to have Christian turn around and be like, I'm retiring the TNA belt because I only want to carry around one belt. But because that hasn't aired yet, he had to show up tonight on AEW with both belts. (laughs) Oh, shit. So it's just like, you know, he's sitting there being like, I fucking retired this thing and I can't throw it out until that airs on TV. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, a little weird, but, you know, that's, that's kind of what happens when you get, when your shows are booked that way. Yeah, fun with continuity, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the other uh, big title change that we had this week was Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental Championship. I like Shinsuke. I do. I like Rick Boogs a lot. There was no we, we differ on that. Yeah, I know I know we differ on that. Um <laughs> what Apollo Cruz did so well. You know, he came up with this new character. It, it had a little rocky start. He kinda honed in on it. And then they kept booking him against Big E and then like a never ending fucking battle of wits with him. Yeah. And then and then with zero build, they're just like, now you're going against Shinsuke Nakamura, and now you drop the belt. Like, what a way to just end that dude's fucking reign with a fart. Like, yeah, I don't know. What what were your thoughts on, on the title change? Uh, So, in a vacuum, I'm not sure I would have minded it as much. But, A, your points are good, because, like, Apollo's been doing good work, and they... But like they didn't give him that much to chew on, so the title reign itself still felt underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I remember what happened last time Shinsuke Nakamura was the Intercontinental <laughs> Champion, which is to say, WWE forgot that the belt existed for like three <laughs> fucking months. Uh-huh. They just forgot to have him drop it, it felt like, because he wasn't doing anything with it. Yeah. Bunch of fucking nonsense. Uh, so, like, I'm not optimistic that that's going to be any different this time around. Like, I, I see no reason to feel optimistic that they're suddenly going to use him more. Like, I mean, I guess they like boobs. But, like, eventually <laughs> you could probably spin him off into his own thing. Because right now he's just... Yeah. Just a hype guy, essentially. <laughs> Which, you know... Maybe that's good for some people. Works for for people enough just if you get enough out of his personality and that scream that he does every <laughs> time he says Nakamura and makes me want to shoot myself in the fucking head. They do act. You could, you could tell me that they're heels and I wouldn't be able to tell the difference because they do, right. they do act like heels. I will say that. Um, in that yeah. fucking, Baron Corbin feud like I felt like he 
they came off extraordinarily heelish in that instance. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. So I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to take a peek because you, you had mentioned uh, the last time that Shinsuke had the IC belt. Oh, yeah. Um, so he won it in on July 14th, 2019. And he lost it January 31st, 2020. Holy shit, he had it for that long? Yeah. Um, okay. Guess how many matches he had for it to defend it. Okay. So that's five months. That's five months. Three. So he had, not counting the time that he won it, four four matches. Okay, so I was close. <laughs> also, that's less than one. That means he didn't defend it at every pay per view or like on a TV match to substitute for defending it at the pay per view. So here, here's what happened, right? So he he wins it at the Extreme Rules kickoff show, right? He defends it on Smackville, that weird fucking live house show thing they did. Oh. Uh, so he defended against Ali there. He defended I completely it. forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. He defended it at a Clash of Champions against The Miz. That was two months after defending it on SmackDown. The next month, uh-huh. he, he defended it on a random episode of SmackDown uh, where Roman Reigns beat him by DQ. And then two months later, he dropped it to Braun Strowman on SmackDown. He literally had one pay-per-view match in that five-month period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so not good. You are correct. <laughs> don't, you feel, don't you feel validated, though? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, on the bright side, they have a really low bar to clear to make this a better reign than the last one. Yeah, man. I mean, he, he's not defending it at SummerSlam, but it's not a great start, but hey, at least... Sure. <laughs> that that, may, that makes Apollo's run look fucking like, epic by comparison, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Kinda. He, he was at least wrestling. Yeah, so um, Apollo Crews had it for four months. Didn't think he had it that long. Uh, and he defended it five times. So still better. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he had a bunch of non-title matches in there too, so he was still wrestling all the time. And like a but... plethora of like mixed tags and shit too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He also oh, had. Not that those are good. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's something at least. Um, yeah, he had a ton of uh, matches against Biggie during that time, and uh, maybe he's done with that now because that was quite a few. Um, but yeah, you know. <laughs> so, was there? Um, so, uh, Raw, of course, we had. We finally got to the reformation of RK Bro. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we had two weeks of Randy Orton coming out in RK Bro gear, cutting <laughs> cutting promos about how the 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 team was dead. Maybe not the smartest. <laughs> attire choices to do. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so because of the fact that uh, apparently Orton is is that like that girl in high school that likes to play games because he, he had to push Riddle away and he wanted to make sure that Riddle really did want to be in a relationship with him. So even though he pushed him away, Riddle still came back for him and helped him 
Because if you let, if you send, if you set something free and it comes back, it was meant to be. And Riddle's the the person who just constantly gets shit on, yeah. and just lets the the emotional abuse continue. That kind of. Uh huh. <clears throat> Riddle that being said, yeah. I liked the I liked the moment. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Uh, Riddle Riddle's selling of it is what makes that too. Like he was yeah. so he was so happy to get that hug. Um, yeah, for me, for me, Riddle works right now. Like when he has someone like Orton to play off of, but when he's just like, like when he was running around with the New Day, I wanted him off of my fucking TV. But like when you have someone not so over the top to react to him, it works a lot better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, when he was running around doing his own shit, yeah, not, not. Terrible, but not great. But yeah, this this definitely is better. And we talked about it before. I mean, his his time um, as like the the bro, the bruiser rates was really good. Um, his time with uh, with you know Thatcher was was good as well because that, that is a good dynamic. Um, and they seem to have figured it out on the main roster too. So, mm-hmm. but they are getting a title shot. Um, and so, unless you have anything else to go through, we can do our predictions. Just a quick comment uh, yeah. about last week's rundown. Uh, when you guys were talking about, uh, you know, how much time they devoted to this story uh, on that Raw. I didn't watch that Raw. Fully <laughs> um, but I watched this Raw, and I watched everything else that was on this Raw. And I understand why they gave that so much time. Because everything else on this Raw, with the possible exception of, like, I'm still enjoying the dynamic between Mustafa and... Uh, Mansur, even if they keep having to uh, wrestle Notribution. <laughs> nice. Uh, but I do I do still find them growing together as a team entertaining, and they're managing to make it just different enough to distract you from the fact that it's essentially the same story as RK Bro. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like they're tweaking it a little bit so that like it's not quite as obvious. Yeah, but it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. It, it feels a little bit more like with with Mustafa and, and Mansoor that they're both sort of tugging each other in different directions. Like mm-hmm. Mustafa's trying to tug him more as a heel, and Mansoor's trying to tug him more as a face. Whereas, yeah, with RK Bro, it's like I'm just going, I'm, I'm going to make you love me. <laughs> right, right. So, um, yeah. So, like I said, you can go on over to RunInWrestling.com. Uh, right below this episode, if you are listening to this uh, on your podcast network of choice, um, you will see <laughs> you will see uh, the SummerSlam predictions uh, post on our website. There, go ahead and slap your name in there. And then, uh, if you want, you can come, you can follow along with us. Otherwise, go ahead and make your picks and submit them. But the next week, we'll go ahead and uh, let everyone know how you all did. Um, so once John is there, I am now. Perfect. Uh, we'll start off with the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Nikki, almost a superhero, the champion heading in, faces off against Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley in a triple threat match. Now, of course, uh, Charlotte beat Rhea, and Nikki cashed in on Charlotte, becoming the, I think, the third person to do so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and since That's then, the only way Charlotte loses. Yeah, exactly. Uh, since then, these three have all traded uh, victories with each other, leading to this match. Um, 
first of all, um, are you interested in watching this match? I think it'll be a good match. I think the build did everything in its power to make me not interested in the match. But <sighs> yeah. uh, I am still interested in the match. Yeah. I, it it sort of sucks that uh, that Nikki has become the the like hip thing to boo, you know, because you you know you you know that the the trolls love to do that kind of shit where they will they will start turning on somebody just for the fuck of it, and it seems like mm-hmm. that's the case with her. It's just like this isn't written specifically for me. This is for kids, so I'm gonna boo it. Like that's that seems to be the case with her, which sucks because you know. Uh, the poor kids in a crowd are just like, what's wrong with those people? <laughs> yeah. My, my issue with Nikki is the fact that week after week, uh, it's, I don't have confidence, and then I put on this outfit, and then I have confidence. It's like slightly reworded versions of that promo. Like, it's okay to bring a different idea every now and again, and I'd probably be more on board, because Nikki's likable. Yeah. But, like, to hear her cut essentially a copy and paste of the same promo for a month makes me like her less. Yeah. It's, it's sort of funny how often that seems to happen when they're trying to put new, new characters over WWE main roster tends to clobber you over the head with like, this is what this character is. This is what this character is, you know, mm-hmm. and then you'll go over to NXT and you'll be like, here's Ember moon. She doesn't even know what the fuck she is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with, with Ember though, it's because she's, terrible at terrible work. <laughs> that's like, true that's very true yeah she's someone who gets over more or less on the quality of her wrestling which is very good yeah oh yeah yeah like just keep the mic away from her <laughs> right just 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 like Cause, yeah because her look actually oozes mystique and then once she talks it's like oh oh yeah yeah she's you're somebody who... fucking you're like <laughs> me over there yeah yeah, she's somebody that could definitely uh, benefit from a mouthpiece. Um, so, who you got? Um, I'm still holding out hope that they're going to figure out a way to tell this Nikki story in a compelling way, and I think she needs to lose the title for it to happen. Okay. I, I, I still think that the story is her learning how to win, and I think she loses the title. She circles back around to winning the title, and I think Charlotte's the person to take it off of her, even though I would prefer it to be Rhea. Okay. So I'm, I'm picking Charlotte. Now, do you see Nikki taking the pin, or do you see her losing the title without losing? I see Nikki taking the pin. I think okay. I think Nikki needs to take one on the chin, then she needs to reset, learn how to actually like not be presented as a joke, how to win these matches, and then circle back around, maybe Survivor Series, pick it back up. Okay, fair point. That might be too intricate a story to expect, but <laughs> yeah, I, I that's how I would like the story to play out. Mm-hmm. In an ideal world, I'd rather see Rhea pick it up than Charlotte, but uh, we we know who we're dealing with. It's going to be Charlotte. Yeah. Um, Unless it's Nick. Yeah. You know, I, I will say this about the match. At least it's a match that I don't know who's going to walk out of it winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you can make a case for any of the three of them them winning the championship at this point. Um, and there's there's plenty of places you can go with it. I think that they're going to keep it on her, and I think this this is going to be more her, like, I beat these two people kind of thing, as, like, the last yeah. time was, like, she cashed in. But again, who knows? I mean, anything can happen. The case for Rhea is that she's still over as fuck. Yeah, she is, yeah. 
like despite everything, she, like <laughs> people still really want to cheer her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that takes us over to the Universal Championship: Roman Reigns and John Cena. Um, now they had a fantastic promo battle uh, at the start of last SmackDown, um, and honestly, like this story has been a lot of fun from the get-go. Uh, Jason, I know, had said that he would believe it if we found out that these two actually hate each other because they're selling it so much that they don't like each other. Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, I'm, I'm happy that Cena's back. I'm happy that he's doing this. I don't see any way that he wins this championship, though, because, like... After SummerSlam, he's pretty much gone. Like that's right. <laughs> so. I mean, for, to me, it's it's Roman Reigns retains, and it's just kind of a way to continue to build Roman's mystique up. Uh, but what do you got? So I agree with the idea that like Roman's Roman's gonna retain. I actually I would like to like it to be a squash. Like uh, despite the fact that I generally on record as uh, as being anti squash, there are situations where I think it works. And I think this would be one of those because, like, you know, it's Cena. Like, they're a squash. Squashing Cena means something. Squashing random local talent doesn't really. Um, but I will say for me, like, I've enjoyed all of Roman's half of this feud. But I still feel like John Cena is cutting promos on 2018 Roman Reigns, and that, so his yeah. side of it is not really landing as much with me. Sure. Sure. Like he's he's acting like the last three years didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> I I can see that. Uh, he's had a couple of lines where he's kind of he's kind of brought up like the whole Roman can't wrestle thing. It's like he's proof he can. First yeah, of all, and, <laughs> and he's he doesn't have go away heat now. He has actual heel heat. Like yeah. it's, like he he's fucking legit at this point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Plus, we got amazing lines like Roman Reigns comparing John Cena to missionary sex. So <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, that was great. Oh my gosh, yeah. That takes us over to uh, the other side of the top championships, uh, the WWE Championship, as Robert Lashley taking on William Goldberg. Uh, so this one, like every Goldberg feud, just started with him coming out and saying, "You're next." Yeah. That's literally it. Um, the promos on this one have been laughably bad. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, Lashley's never been a great talker. MVP is, is doing the best he can at this. <laughs> but Goldberg, like, oh man. Yeah. He Goldberg was getting wadded until he mentioned San, uh, San Antonio yep. on Monday. Yeah, which which of like, course is being... into him at this point. <laughs> no, like they're definitely not into listening to him. I I do think yeah. that they're that I do think that this match. I'm interested in seeing what happens because it's it's two big fucking rip dudes just slapping me with each other. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, Goldberg needs a manager at this point. <laughs> Goldberg needs to fucking retire. I think he still looks great. You know, I mean, he's Goldberg to me. He's not Jericho, who's like tubby and annoying and needs to go, needs to get away. Otherwise, he's going to die. Like Goldberg is still fucking jacked. He's still in good shape. Yeah. 
but, but yeah, but I, 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 he needs to, he should not be all constantly in the championship hunt. You know, like I'd be his prime. His matches weren't good. Like, yeah. And oh. now it's like, now it's a coin flip, whether he can actually get someone up for a jackhammer. That's why they gave him Dolph and SummerSlam is because they knew he could pick him up. Like, yeah. Right. Well, the other thing too is, you know, Goldberg in WCW was only around for four years before before he was done, before that company was done, and then he didn't wrestle for a while until he finally came over to WWE. And like he obviously has had kind of like um, you know matches here and there, but you know that was the thing. Like he's never been he's never been a talker. All of his promos have always just been "you're next" and then drop the mic and everything like that. You know. Um, but yeah, like it's it's kind of it's kind of weird to see. Like I mean, I'm just looking here right now. Yeah, well, he did have kind of a run for a little bit in 2003, but yeah, he pretty much. Let's see how many career matches does he have? At 373 career matches. Wasn't his streak over 300? <laughs> WCW. Anyways. Um, yeah, like he, you know, he he probably looks the way he does because he hasn't had fucking thousand matches like the other guys that started around the same time he did have, you know? Um, yeah, but the only thing that's changed is the color of his goatee. That's about it, yeah. And and I know that he did this kind of, he, he came back because he wanted to have his son watch him. It's like, okay, well, your son's watched you enough now, dude. Like, <laughs> Yeah. You know? I think, yeah, he's only had two matches in his last eight that have not been for uh, the main championship. And that was the Undertaker match and the, and the Dolph Ziggler uh, match. I forgot about the Undertaker match when yep. he almost killed the Undertaker. Yes, he did. <laughs> the Undertaker almost killed him too, but to be fair. Because uh, <laughs> the tombstone was a little, a little spotty. Um, That's, I mean, neither of them should be wrestling. Yeah, it's true. Certainly not each other. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. This one's kind of difficult, too, because um, the last two matches Goldberg had, he's lost. So does does he does he go 0-3 in his last three? What, what say you? Uh, I say yes, he goes 0-3, uh, because like, he can't do anything, man. He's not even getting, like, the good crowd reactions. Like, what the fuck would the point be? Like, yeah. and also, he's wrestled his two matches. Like, is he just going to sit at home with a title until the fucking Royal Rumble? Yeah, that's a I question. I'm not sure they could give him a bunch of money to, like, wrestle a third match if they did. But Yeah. Oh, actually, be kind of fun if he won and then Biggie cashed in on him, but... There is always that possibility too. I did forget to to throw that on there. Um, on, on is there going to be a cash or not? Um, but yeah, there's always that possibility. Is they just they they give him the title for you know ten seconds just to give him another title run and then it kick him off right away. Um, yeah, I don't, especially right now with with the uncertainty going forward here. With like, are we going to suddenly shut things down again? You know, because of COVID or not? Like. They're not bringing in Goldberg to empty arenas, you know. Um, right. So yeah, I would I would say that this is just to kind of put Lashley over at SummerSlam big. 
So I'm I'm going with Lashley retaining. That takes us to our SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um, amazingly, we are at a pay-per-view where both Tag Team Championships are on the lines. At least both of the men's Tag Team Championships, I should say. The women's Tag Team Championship belts are not on the line. <laughs> Yet! Wait, wait, there are women's Tag Team Championships? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're held by one person. <laughs> I feel like I'd remember that. Weird, it's weird like that, yeah. It's, a, it's like when, uh, you know, people... People forget that uh, uh, um, Nelson Mandela didn't die in prison. Yeah, it's one of those kind of things. It's the Mandela effect thing. Like, there's women's tag team belts. Yes. Uh, the Usos defend against the Mysterios. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Look, I'm sure this will yet again be a really good match because the Usos and Rey Mysterio are all really good workers, and then Dominic's there. Um, but yeah, I don't need to see them again. Like, you know, I was, I was sort of hoping that we would have, you know, some new, uh, tag teams kind of getting pushed because we've got, we're starting to build up tag teams again and we're back to having the useless be champions again. So, Uh, Smather says Biggie is a huge Goldberg mark. That would be, make make sense. It does. It very definitely does. Um, it's it's very possible. Smathers, are you creating other accounts to follow us? Is that what you're doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> so we got got followed by somebody named Four Gathers. I have a feeling <laughs> <laughs> that there's potentially you, but I'll take it. You know, I will take it. Um, <laughs> who do you, who do you got? Usos or Mysterio? So. Uh, I've got Usos, and I've got Dom turning on Ray after the match. There was a couple of looks exchanged where I was yeah, like, and, yeah. and Ray's been talking mad shit lately. Like he said, when you lost the titles, yeah, not when we lost the titles. Like, yeah, I feel, I feel like they're actually foreshadowing it instead of it just being a thing where it suddenly happened. I yeah. God. Maybe the opportunity to be a dick will loosen Dom up, and he'll actually sort of learn how to fucking not be wooden when he talks. Maybe. Because like being a heel is more fun than being a face. I feel like. Yeah. Um. It it would almost make me think that maybe this is Ray's retirement tour. Um, he got to win the championships with his kid, and, and maybe he decides his last match he wants to have against his kid. You know? I'd, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I mean, he is he is 46. He's had a lot of, like, knee issues and things like that throughout the years, so he's he's definitely kind of a prime candidate to be like, I'm, I'm done, you know? Um, and yeah, what, what better way to go out than to be like, I'm going to pass the torch to my kid. Um, wish you would have maybe taught him a couple more things before you, you left, if that is the case, but <laughs> you know. I mean, he... But most of the things that uh, Dom really needs to improve on were never Ray's strong suits either. <laughs> True, yeah. Ray was not a talker. so. <laughs> and also uh, in, in chat, Smathers says not him. Surprising. But uh, So thank you, Foregathers, uh, whoever that is, um, for, uh, for following us. We appreciate it. Um, Welcome to the insanity. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. The SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defends against Sasha Banks. Um, 
Yeah. A little bummed on this one that we're going right back to the well. Um, because we we continue to have at least one, this in this case both, of the women's championships being uh in, including one of the four horsewomen in it. Uh, the only two that are still actually able to right now, because Becky isn't back yet, and Bailey has got a boo-boo. Um, yeah, Sasha came back. She turned on Bianca. Not a surprise. Uh, <laughs> she turned face and then turned heel, because she was, like, kind of kind of heelish in, at the end of that feud, too. So like That's very much true, yeah. Um, so... Um, this is a match I'm definitely... This is one of my top ones I'm looking forward to because they did so well the last time. Um, and I think they work really well together. Uh, so I'm definitely interested in it. But uh, which uh, who, do you, who do you got winning this one? Uh, I've got Sasha winning because uh, let's get some new people challenging for the title. And that's only happening if a heel wins the belt. Uh, True. Don't need Zelina. Don't need fucking Carmella. <laughs> Maybe Sasha wins and we can see, like, a Tony Storm program and a Liv Morgan program and, like, the faces that don't even get on TV because they're just they're just booking all of the heels in various interactions with Bianca Belair. Sure. Yeah. Bianca, she's got, she's got a bright future ahead of her. Um, I feel like she's she's a little bit of an afterthought over on, on SmackDown right now. Um, and, and I feel like her, her reign has just been okay. Like, it's she's not somebody that I think I'm like, oh my god, I'm excited to see everything she's doing. So um, this match and, and what happens after could definitely, you know, tune me in more to it. But uh, I feel like, you know, she's just been okay. So yeah, I, it'll be I feel like the best moment was the WrestleMania moment. And, yeah. you know, Honestly, this will probably be the second best moment, win or lose. Like her feud with Bailey was underwhelming. Yeah. Uh, her feud with Carmella was worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zelina Vega exists. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So I'm I'm also going Sasha because um she's back, obviously. <laughs> um, right. As far as I know, they're done filming the Mandalorian. Um. Or at least she won't be. I, I don't think that it's it's going to affect anymore because I think I'm pretty sure that's why she's been off the past couple of weeks is because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may be wrong though. I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm not cued in on all of that. But that's that's what at least what I've kind of sniffed around on the internet. So she should be back, and she should be interesting to uh, see what happens. All right, uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins. Um, Another sort of dream match in the making that, uh, that, you know, obviously the these two have history back when before Edge was uh, was unretired and Seth threatened to break his neck uh, on the money in the bank, uh, which was still one of the better ones. And, and that uh, is actually the segment that kind of started us down this path of like, is Edge OK? Like, is he potentially coming back? Because he was getting a little physical in that ring, <laughs> you know? Huh. Um, so who, who you got between Edge and Seth Rollins? So every prediction, uh, there's one match that I pick based on what I want to happen instead of, uh, what I think is going to happen. And this is the, this is the, uh, the match 
that that's going to be true of on this card. And I think Seth Rollins has been doing really good work outside of like the three weeks where he and Bailey just laughed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like since the heel turn, well, since the SmackDown heel turn, it, it didn't work at all on raw it works super well on SmackDown when he's like more, you know, over the top and, you know, kind of comical, uh, but still ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think he he should get this match. He should get back on track to. I I still want to see a Seth Roman feud. And yeah. I think you build to that with a Seth win. But I think Edge is gonna win because Edge has been losing a lot. But yeah. I'm Seth. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking Edge because uh, I do feel like you you can't just have him continue to to lose. Um, and if this kind of continues to to lead to these two feuding further, I'm down for it. Because I, I like both of them. I think they work well together, too. And I think they've got... The promo battle has been pretty decent between the two of them. And I think they could step it up a little bit on it. And, and we see what's come. So, yeah, I'm I'm going with Edge. But only because I'd like this to, to continue. And I think Edge needs a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, the United States Championship match. Sheamus against Damian Priest. Uh, Sheamus got his uh, nose obliterated. And was out for a little bit. Then uh, uh, he was feuding with Umberto Carrillo, who then got his ass obliterated. And then he was kind of out. Uh, and eventually we came to the point where Damien Priest was ready to return from his back issues. This whole... F- <laughs> Anybody that's been sniffing around the U.S. belt has been injured lately. <laughs> it's, been, it's been cursed since like uh, Keith Lee was supposed to pick it up, essentially. <laughs> right? Yeah, it really has. I I don't get it. Um, but Seamus is, I guess, healthy enough to, uh, to defend it. I don't see any reason why Damien Priest would not be leaving with his belt. I, I would agree with that. I, uh, I, I think it's interesting that Seamus, like, in the run to picking up the title was doing, like, probably the best work of his career. Mm-hmm. And since he's picked up the title, it's been pretty meh. Like, other than the first couple weeks where it was kind of funny where it was doing the open challenge but not putting the belt on the line and just kicking the shit out of people. Yeah. Like, but you, you can only get so far with that. And he hasn't really done much else other than, like, endlessly wrestle Humberto Carrillo and, uh, what's his face? Ricochet. Yeah, yeah that's it. Wrestled in jeans for a while. <laughs> yeah. L- like Zanel. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Seamus has been, has been real, uh, a lot of fun. And... You know, he continues to. I would almost, I would almost call Seamus underrated at this point, because I think he gets a lot more hate than he deserves. Um, because he is, he is really good. You know, he's he's really good in the ring. He's had a really good career to him. Um, it's it's interesting that you know he they talked about him having the spinal stenosis a couple of years ago, and that's why they formed the bar. And then since then, like we haven't heard anything about it. So. It's like either he cleared that up when he was kind of recuperating a little bit, or it's still bothering him and he's just they're just not talking about it anymore. But you know, he's definitely a future Hall of Famer. Um, I think I think that's needless to say. Um, but yeah, he's he's brought a little bit of. It's sort of hard because like you can you can see what they were trying to do with the United States Championship, trying to kind of you know restore it a little bit of the prestige to it, but the injuries have just fucking killed any momentum this belt has. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I, like I said, priest seems like that's, 
you know, Prius is 37. So if they're gonna if they're gonna use them, they're gonna use them now. And so I don't see any reason why they would you know not put the belt on them to start building them up. And Sheamus doesn't really lose anything by dropping the belt. He still like can just be the guy who's kind of a dick and beats the shit out of people, and it's fun. Yeah. And oh, it's yeah. honestly more fun when it's not tied around a title. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. When he just goes out there and just wants to fight people, like he he is, he can sometimes get a little like Fit Finley, where it's just like I just want to fucking fight somebody, which is still good. But yeah, so. That brings us to the sword fight between Drew McIntyre and okay. Jinder Mahal. <laughs> um, this is difficult because I don't really feel like Jinder has gotten any shine at all in this feud. I feel like everything has been McIntyre getting one-ups on him. But who who you got between these two? Drew, because it's fucking Jinder Mahal. Like, Unless, like, you know, he's not even getting his uh, his ineffectual help. Like, if he wins, I would, I would be shocked if Jinder wins. <clears throat> like, I'm honestly shocked that this didn't happen on Raw. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I feel like this is a strong contender to be pushed to the pre-show. Um, mm. But, yeah, like I said, it's, I don't feel that Jinder has even looked like he's posed a, a fight against McIntyre. So yeah, I'm saying that this is, this is their way to kind of bring Drew back up again without, you know, they're, they're keeping him away from the title picture for the time being, but kind of building him back up. So I'm going McIntyre myself too. Yeah. It's smart to keep him away from the title scene too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You started to have those fans turn on him and then it's like, uh, you know what? Let's, let's move him out of that for a little bit. Let's, you know, I don't think him telling fucking Scottish stories every week it lends itself to a lot of cheers, but you yeah. know, you, you could like, you could tell based on his Twitter activity that he also thought that those were dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like they need to, they need to move away from those definitely. And the, like the sword was a cool part of the entrance to begin with, but once you started to use it as a prop in a fucking feud, it's not, not good anymore. That brings us to our piss break match. Uh, Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss. Um, yes, they have continued to do this. Um, I mean, I'm going Alexa Bliss because obviously. Um, right. But I think this is actually um, when Dewdrop will turn on her because that, that's been a slow simmer for a while. Of, of them doing that. I don't know if she, if they decide to just double down on it and go, oh, she's going to embrace the name now, even though it's dumb, or if they do let her bring back her old name, Piper Viven, <coughs> Niven. But, so, yeah. Go ahead. My, my question is, does Dewdrop turn on her of her own volition, or does she get, like, mind-controlled into turning on her? Like, there's a scenario where she walks out of this as Alexa's puppet. Yeah, there is, and that's a tr- that's that's God. I don't want that to be the case, but I that's that is a very WWE thing to do. I feel like that's how it's going to go. <sighs> now that you say that, I feel like okay. Now she's not Dewdrop anymore. Now she's Lily. Oh God. <laughs> 
I, I feel like you've... I mean, if, if the doll goes away, then that's a win for us, but... Yeah, but then you got Piper Niven running around trying pretending to be a fucking creepy doll. <laughs> yeah, true, but th- that eventually ends in her breaking that spell, I assume. I've, or she gets released. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she or or she retires like in in like fifteen years as Lily. Yeah, which which would be depressing. But. Yeah, it would because she's really good. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. I, there's not a lot of great things that that can come out of this, but if, if it includes her no longer being named Dewdrop, like that would be great. Um, but yeah, like they, they definitely need to, I, we, we need Alexa back to being normal. Like this, yeah, this yeah, doesn't this, do it. She, she's putting everything she has into it, but it's not working. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Eva's so bad Yeah. at everything. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and, and Except he, for like being vaguely attractive. Right. And and Eva's here to put people over and and to get heal and stuff like that. So, yeah, I feel like this is the time to to pull it. Like, all right, get get Eva away from from Niven and let her now be your own person now that you've established her, and just have Eva, you know, hook onto somebody else and push them the same way like that. So the thing is, like, XT has promo classes, right? Yes. Maybe, maybe she should like be there in those <laughs> classes because she can't fucking talk. And for someone who also can't work, not being able to talk isn't great. Right. Yeah, it's it's odd for sure. Um but man, she's a heat magnet, that's for sure. Uh but yeah, yeah, she <sighs> She has gotten a little better in the ring. It's not saying much, but she has gotten at least marginally better. So it looks like she is actually putting in some of the time on it. But yeah, they, the fact that they've continued to have her talk has also been kind of an issue. Because yeah, so like I said, yeah. the, the the more we can move on from this, the better. Indeed. That takes us to our last match on the list here. Obviously, this is in uh, no apparent order at all, because this is definitely not going on last. The Raw Tag Team Championships, AJ Styles and Omos versus RK Bro. We talked earlier about how RK Bro got back together. Um, it, it's got to be RK Bro, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A, because, like, They've actually, I mean, part of it was because Randy was gone for a fucking month or whatever, but uh, they've been slow burning their build to the point where I think I think fans would legit pop pretty big for it. Yeah, for sure. And also, I think we're it's we're past due time for AJ to get out of a fucking tag team and back into singles action. Like, yes, yes. He 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 needs to be a singles wrestler again, and Amos. Do whatever you want to with him, I guess. Uh, who gives a shit? We need to get AJ versus Edge is what we need to get. Whatever whatever maybe, path takes us there, that's what we need to start taking. <laughs> maybe the shakeup will... Uh, oh, wait. Wasn't Edge a fucking Raw superstar? Uh, for a little bit. <laughs> like, I, he, he, was, oh, he yeah. was only originally on SmackDown because he picked Roman. Yes. Why hasn't he gone back to Raw? I guess he's just there now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. But anyway. Yeah. So yeah, so um 
Yeah, I mean, we we know that uh, they are going to do the draft sometime soon. I I don't know if it's if it's still October that they were talking about, but that's only two months away. Um. So yeah. So uh, we we definitely need to get AJ and almost away from each other. Um. And yeah, I I really want to see AJ versus Edge before something happens to either one of the two of them, because they right. they do have that history of you know Edge injured him in the Rumble, not intentionally. Uh, so uh, that that was because AJ went mm-hmm. crazy trying to sell that spear. To be fair, because the motherfucker was so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, uh-huh. You know, I think if AJ sells that, that normally, he doesn't get hurt. No, no, not at all. Like, no, he tried to like incorporate a flip, and it caught his arm, and like, yeah, yep, it's a whole thing. Yeah, so yeah, I I definitely feel like those two need to need to have a feud before. Uh, the end of next year, you know, sooner the better. Even if you if you you could you could start at Rumble, I'd be all right with that. But we need to start going on that path. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, RK Bro definitely feels like they're the ones winning it. They've they're they're got the hot hand right now. Uh, almost an AJ, I feel, have already run their course, and nobody really cares anymore. So, to be fair, I never cared. But <laughs> that is fair. Uh, so go ahead and hit submit on that. And, uh, yeah, like I said, next week we'll be back here again to review SummerSlam um, and uh, go through all of your picks. Uh, so let's see if you can do better than uh, the rest of us. I mean, if it's anything like the last pay-per-view, everyone will do better than I did. <laughs> sometimes, you know, things. sometimes you, you, tr- you give WWE the benefit of the doubt and that kind of bites in the ass sometimes you're like which which is yeah. funny because like when i'm talking about the product like after shows that i never do but like then i'm always like it'd be interesting if they did this so i'm gonna pick it and then they don't do the interesting thing yeah for sure all right well unless you got uh, anything else to discuss I can't really think of anything. Like, I mean, I guess I could go another week by just saying, like, still enjoying the Baron Corbin stuff. Kevin Owens is back in the mix there. He's entertaining. Yep. Sure. Good with that. He, uh, yeah, Owens, apparently him winning with the Sunset Flip was uh, a tribute to The Rock uh, during his Flex Kavana days. Uh, that's, that's what they were talking about on, on Twitter between the two of them. Where that was like an homage to him winning with a sunset flip. <laughs> Interesting. I did not see that. Yeah. Uh, that 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 exchange happened. Hmm. Um. All right. So yeah, I think uh, I think that'll about do it for us here. So um, thank you again for everybody, and uh, why don't you go ahead and send us on home? Uh, something something smacking asses raw. <laughs> bye bye. See what, see what harm you can do. Hey, yo, dancing, no, no, chest in hell. Take what's mine, it's just too frail. You can't beat me, you ain't got no chance in hell. You can't see me, you ain't got no chance in hell. Dancing, no, no, chest in no, hell. Take what's mine, it's just too frail. You can't beat me, you ain't got no chance in hell. You can't see me, you ain't got no chance in hell.
you have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.